That was terrible. A terrible episode, and um, I'm not even going to re-listen to it. I think we always have... <laughs> I'm just fucking letting that one go. I think the, we always have an issue with... The anals um, of time, and when I say Eric anals, Weinstein. I really mean fucking anals. Okay. You get complex. So Simon reviews our episode without even listening to it. What do you give that, a one? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I give it an episode four, Jamie's. You give that episode four, Jamie? Two guests. We were great. We executed. We spent the whole um, two hours. I don't know how we went two hours. Arguing about fucking what Weinstein may or may not have said, where in the end, we don't know what the fuck he said. We're in the search of the truth. <laughs> you guys made me question it, though, so that's good. But I'm not even sure what I made you question because I don't even know what you were. Well, you're alleging that he's making stuff up to try to make money. No, no I mean, maybe. Maybe that's what he's doing. But sell a book, sell a podcast, whatever. He definitely seemed like he was trying to sell his podcast. I think there's far more money in the speed of light than in a podcast. For sure. I mean, I'm not certain. In If you if you can figure out like um, yeah. the, the answer to the question, I'm pretty sure there's more money in that. Yeah. Than, uh, well, I'm just sitting here podcast. thinking how much money we make off this podcast. I'm just certain that if I came up with this, the speed of light that. But even legitimately, just how we were talking about how the whole world comes up with the best diss for someone when they suck or whatever, you know what I mean? Maybe he's got to put these theories out here and the whole world will source them and go, have you ever thought of that? Like, it... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not against that. Like I said, I thought it was interesting when he spoke about Einstein and how, you know. Well, even when he I said just, about stacking the numbers, I understood what he meant. Like, to to get there, you have to get rid of this, but then that's gone. And now you only have four, and then to get to the top level, and it keeps going. Do you associate numbers with colors or texture or sound or something? <laughs> yeah. Are you one of those dudes? No, I must admit, I'm not good at math. But he is, and he's, you can only talk about math mathematically. Like, it's not it's not a social construct. Wow, I what? <laughs> Mathematically, Mathematically, you know, he's just going to the K one, the minus K one B, but you know, the square root. Like it's just like really talking about it. Just it's another language when you're seeing it or whatever. And I, I, I know I don't understand that, but I know he's smart. And yeah, he can make the the equation any way he wants. I just want him to equal, and then a statement. You know, what what are what is he equaling? Is he equaling a portal that we're going to walk through physically and get somewhere else? I think you need to get off of the word portal. Because yeah. again, I that was a metaphor. Fun. But so it's you, called the podcast. So it's, you it's called the podcast so a portal. You think it's a metaphor. Okay. A breakthrough. I, a breakthrough. I believe that what he was talking about was actual portals mm -hmm. where he's opening time. But we'll see. That'd be more exciting for you, I think. Well, it would be more exciting for everybody. All right. Well, we gave Weinstein like an hour, so let's just dead this anyway. Okay. Who are we going to do for the... Did we decide who we're going to do for the final? No. We no? Did it, we, we, oh, it, it uh, yeah. We're going to do Steve-O. Yeah, we'll do Steve-O. Well, that, it was sure. between Steve-O and what was his other uh, suggestion? Wasn't one of them 13, Eddie Bravo? Oh, someone of the dominatrix. Oh. But I shat all no, over no, that. No, no, but the, uh, the gentleman Just who like she nice shits all of her clients. to uh, set up the... Yeah, I think the person Patriot, that set up... The, no, I think the, uh, the person that Reddit. set up the Reddit, Reddit uh, said 
they would like Steve-O. So I guess we'll do Steve-O. Steve-O or he had two suggestions. Steve-O or maybe it was Eddie Bravo, number 13. If you'll you'd think to, I'd have my you'll phone You'll have to check to that. If, uh, I mean, I'm not against Eddie Bravo. I'm, I don't remember exactly what they talked about in the Steve-O episode, so maybe that's a good thing. Um, I bet it's Steve-O maybe pre-comedy. Well, he's not pre-comedy. He's just starting because... I, I don't even... But it, Didn't he might Al still Madrigal be shit on him yeah, at that point? Yeah, he talks about the whole Al Madrigal In this story. episode? Look, we can do it already. We're doing yeah, it. Yeah, in this episode. <laughs> but does he tell like a bunch of jackass stories? Because if he does, that's probably pretty interesting. But I just... I really can't remember. The jackass stories seem less interesting where you see how all these guys are ending up. I mean, yeah, that's true. It in, might a, be, in a weird way. I mean, I love jackass. It might be really interesting to do Eddie Bravo to see where... Like how, because that episode thirteen, oh, he, that'd be right at the start. Like how I think he's a much. Where is he at? Much there, more you know? shallow water, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, that's it. It's either Steve-O, the Dominatrix, or episode thirteen with Eddie Bravo. Those are it. But the the person that set up the, uh, I'm pretty sure that's them. The person that set up our subreddit, they only said Steve-O. Okay, then let's do Steve-O. Steve-O, as it a, is. Okay, so, so we're doing Steve-O as a nod to them. One of us should pick thirteen though, as. As pa- next month, as, uh, as, as August, yeah. Well, I don't. Again, I don't think that's a bad idea. To um, I don't either. I don't think it's a terrible idea either. So yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's a that's a done deal. We'll have to do that at some point. Yeah, we got time. We got plenty of time. Anything else, gents? Anything else special we should talk about? Well, I just got to say thanks again, overwhelmingly to everyone who's paid on the jumped on the Patreon. I'm paying our way to the top. Paying our really way appreciate to the top. it. Keeps me motivated. Bring you the best breakdowns of Joe Rogan I possibly can. Oh, dude. So this weekend, um, there was a, a gentleman at my cottage, and there was like a huge party up there this weekend. And uh, he was asking if anybody had any weed, and he had some medical issues. So I was like, yeah, no problem. You know, I went home and. Doctors in the house. I like rolled him a couple of joints. And then I thought he was like gonna bounce, you know what I mean? And he, but he wanted to smoke it there, so we smoked this joint. And he was so fucking high. He's from uh, the states. Uh, he was so high, dude. Um, at one point he said, and I didn't realize. I in my head I thought he had like his mar- medical marijuana at home, so he was just used to stronger I thought, marijuana. I thought this was like a pain issue. You know what I mean? So I didn't realize that it was like a recreational issue. Anyways, he w- was so fucked, dude, that at one point he was like, uh, Simon, you got to let me just hold on to you. And I was like, OK. And then he's like, take me over. And there was like a ping pong table. And he was hanging on to the ping pong table, like a ping pong table folded up in half. So he was just hanging on to the bar. And I'm like. I could see it. He like thought he was going to float off into the universe. You know what I mean? And he was like keeping himself tethered <laughs> to this bar. It was so funny. And he smoked man. 10 of these joints all day. Oh, it was nothing to me, but obviously one hit. And I thought I was giving him like not the the strongest thing. Was I it had, one hit you know? that made him go like this? No, he smoked the whole joint, man. Like this huge cannon I rolled again. I thought I was giving him. Well, do, something do, he was used in to. In retrospect, now can you look at what his intent was? 
His intent was to get high, I think. But just hang out with you. Not just to hang out at the party. Say he took the joint away. But then he had to hang out with me because I was like tethering him to the earth. I just can't relate to that kind of psychosis. I, I, dude, I mean, even in my highest, I never felt like that, but I would love to get high off weed that high. Well, I found it very interesting. It would be great. Quit for a month. Quit for a month. I mean, the guy lived in New York. He grew up in New York City, so he had all these crazy stories, and he was telling to us, and he was able to tell the stories just the whole time he was had one hand on the fucking... Did he comment, wow, this is really strong stuff? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird, because the weed I got when I lived in New York was incredible. He didn't. He lives in a different state now. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you said he grew up in New York, so I just figured he probably smoked. I don't think he smokes weed on the reg. Obviously Yeah, not. obviously not. That's fun. Or if he does, it's not very strong. That'd be great. If only there was a pill you could take to just to bring your tolerance back to zero. Actually, those so those days are a little. All you gotta do man. is stop smoking for a little while. Yeah. No, it doesn't work that way because then you, you get like five joints of that, I and know. then it's, it's right back it's to. True. Like I quit for a, a year, and it was exactly that. It was like five joints of getting super high, and then everything was just yeah. right back to normal. That's it. Your body is right away like, yeah. I remember this. I remember. I got the, this. The, yeah. Where was this? Yeah. Great biology. You fuck. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. fuck. Yeah. So uh, a couple of interesting things we missed in uh, the episode. Do you want to bother? Or yeah. We just want to fucking mail this one to the. Really? A 10 minute post joke? No, I don't, I don't want. So um, the Wizard of Oz, they was them introducing Technicolor for the first time. Probably the best movie you could do with it. Well, it's such a great idea. And think about it, right? Like, it, it all starts with the hurricane. Everything's in black and white. And then she gets to Oz. It's and a it's tornado. Like, tornado. It's a portal. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, it's a portal, Kamar. No, that's what he said. Yeah. He said, so, again, you're right there that he was using it as a... Metaphor. A metaphor. Or an, a metaphor. Or a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making fun of him for saying... Uh, what did he say? Not mathematical. Not mathematical. Mathematical. <laughs> ma- whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, but but that is that's brilliant. It's a great movie for that. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because Gone with the Wind came out at the same time. They both came out in 1939. So maybe Wizard of Oz introduced it, and then they put out Gone with the Wind, like, and this is what we can do with it. That was the make-believe portal thing. Well, I did... Did Gone the with the Wind make believe portal thing? What make believe portal? Hold on. Did Gone with the Wind come out in color? I thought it came out in black and white, and they redid it in color. Or am I crazy? There's a good chance that I'm crazy. He said though that there are a lot of stories that revolve around portals, like Alice in Wonderland, like um, yeah. The Wizard of Oz, yeah. like The Portal, Harry, Bruce Willis. Harry Potter, you yeah. know, with uh, Platform Nine, Nine, whatever, and three quarters. <clears throat> And why is it that that same story is being told and retold and retold over time? And I mean, uh, he makes a point there. He's probably right that there, you know, maybe there are these portals out there and he has literally just figured out like the way to see them. Mm hmm. Like his equation is making glasses for us that are going to just make it so we can now see. And that would even Did I you know just, mm-hmm, that Kamar because I'm gonna would, uh-uh, that, that would even go back to like this whole ancient civilization kind uh. of thing where just back in the day where they understood how the ley lines worked and the power grids and you know who knows that that's I'm not opposed to all of this stuff. 
I'm I'm for all of this stuff. I'm pro Weinstein, I think. Unless he ends up being a total charlatan salesman type guy, because he's too much of a nerd to be that guy, though. That's what that's I'm what saying. you think, eh, Kamar? So well, I mean, think, I, I'm I, well, I tend to agree. Okay, with what him. what are we doing here? Just stop, stop, stop. Who do you like? Look at go. I believe this person more, Eric Weinstein or Bob Lazar. Eric Weinstein. There it is. So, but but so, wait, but wait. That's only because his track record is way better. But if. That's it. The no second, whorehouses. I was going to say no. the second Weinstein opens a whorehouse, it's fucking yeah, all on. bets are off. Yeah. No, I'm just saying is this is the first time we've ever heard Weinstein talk about anything woo woo. Like up to this point, he's been uh, he's practical and popping off guy. on potpourri knowledge. But I mean, isn't that the long con? That is the long con, Matt. He, he he gets a guy like Kamar to believe every fucking word that comes out of his mouth, and then boom. I don't know. I don't like think Kamar snake has... oil salesman always had you know the the fucking shill in the audience. Kamar doesn't see anything uh, to dispute that comes out of his mouth. Either way, I don't think he's selling snake oil. I just no, I think maybe it sounded I mean. more ideas. like Big the ideas. ravings of an old man who's just kind of angry at like I don't know. Yeah, sounded like he just wanted chips. to mix shit up just a some bit. Some chips on his shoulder. Yeah, a few chips for sure. A couple chips. and uh, But he used the words a hair breaths away from superpowers. So, I mean, he was he was talking some stuff, man. It's unlocking something, Simon, no doubt. There, Kamar, I like that, unlocking something. But I, what really threw us off on the podcast, and maybe it was a good thing or a bad thing, is his contention for ancient aliens and this sort of stuff. Hold on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna back up because this just this has just dawned on me, and I, I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. Never in my life have I met someone who's spoken about what they were gonna do and then fully gone through with it. People just do that thing, like they either just release said fucking thing, and then they talk about it. it never in my life have I met someone who's like made some grandiose claim about all the shit they're gonna do and then gone through with everything they said. Have you? Um, no, Trump. No. <laughs> so sorry. What's, okay, he what, might be. What are you driving at, Matty? Well, my what I'm driving at is this guy. It seems more plausible that if this guy actually had some revolutionary, if he had actually figured out the fucking base code to life or whatever, that he would have just released it so that a the scientific community could, I don't know, refute it. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm with you. Yeah, and I mean, they did refute it, and that's why he's like... No, not this one. Oh. That's what the article that Sean Carroll's wife wrote he was didn't, about. He didn't um, put anything protocol. forth. That yeah. was the thing. He put. Uh, he wrote a paper, but he didn't uh, do a study, or not a study, but... Uh, he sounds like John Smith, the Mormon guy. Like, I've spoken to the guy in the forest, and this is what he said. And then, yeah. And then people are like... Well, can we see the writing? And he's like, no, I lost it. I'm so interested to see what's going to transpire here because either we're going to find out that he's a kook or we're going to find out that he is onto something fucking massive. You know, it's a oh, stupid sidebar, but um, Richard Dawkins is a famous atheist, I believe. Yeah, he's the he's one of the four horsemen. He, But wait, that's not what he is. He's a scientist, right? Sure, whatever. But he got—I'd say he's best known as being one of the four horsemen of 
the atheist okay. apocalypse. Right. He he got in a in a bit of a, a back and forth with the lead singer of the Killers. Okay. The Brand, meth head Brendan there? Flowers, I think his name is. And is that a, is that a shameless plug that you're going to see the Killers tonight? Uh, well, I'll, I'll tie together. He is a Mormon. The guy from the Killers. Yeah. Which I didn't know. And uh, but he got he he was like he made him feel away. It's very weird. Like, <laughs> I mean, I find it weird defending any religion, but it's super like Mormonism is a tough one to stand. By I know, no, like, I mean, no. This he brought up the aliens and everything, and this guy was like, "Whoa!" Like, yeah, it's, chill it, on it, my it, chill on my flex. <laughs> for real, it was just, it was just, and I'm gonna go see him rock out tonight. But yeah. it, it doesn't matter. No, oh, I know. Yeah, it doesn't know, matter. I think that's what I was trying to say. I'm just saying, but we had that argument. Of, you know, we had that argument a few episodes ago where. Where Simon was at first, like you shouldn't have to defend your religion. You should just be able to quietly kind of feel how you feel. And then I eventually turned him around to no, you should have to defend your bullshit. And yeah, that's the back and forth of all time, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I kind of stand by that. That if you're gonna, you know, like no, more. I'm a fucking Mormon to the death. And then someone starts calling you on some of the shit, and you you can't just be like, whoa, whoa, man, chill. Like, I, I think the argument that or the conversation we were having was that. Um, should should that be something you have to, to talk about? Like, I get it. You're, but if you're not flaunting it in anybody's face, then do you really have to? That's the line, exactly. Right? Like, if Kamar is a Scientologist, but we don't even know because he's never trying to push any of his ideas on us, do we really have the right to then say you absolutely have to defend your your beliefs when we find out? No, I mean, I think at that point... I mean, it, yes and no. What if, weird, what if, what if the number one line of Scientology is like the Holocaust never existed? Well, that's a problem. I mean, <laughs> no, but you, but these are the questions I'm asking. You is like, then, then you as a Jew, do you want it? Like, if even if he's not pushing Scientology on anyone, do you not want to kind of go? Well, hey, but come on. If, but, if it's not it, like you're saying because I'm a Jew, but that's Scientology isn't saying. I understand, um, Simon, but I'm just using like a lot of religions have problems with other religions. Oh, right. Uh, or, or with um, with gays or, or with, with uh, other groups yeah. or with whatever. Yeah. My point is just that, you know, you walk a fine line when you don't when you let someone get a pass on how they feel based on religion, but nothing else. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, again, if he's not um, flaunting, if it. we don't even know, like he's obviously not putting it out there in any way. Well, Eric, Eric Weinstein isn't putting it out there, even though he is religious. He's a Jew. Yeah. Yeah. They they celebrate the Sabbath. Exactly. He goes to church every every weekend. Not stuff. church. Not church. Synagogue. Sorry. Come on. My bad. My bad. But my does bad, he my go bad. to synagogue every? Did he say that? He does. Yeah. I didn't. I don't remember hearing that. I thought he talked about Ben Shapiro, not. Yeah, I think you're. No, mistaken Ben there. doesn't have the phone on. Yeah, on the Ben weekend. does the whole For like Sabbath. Yeah. yeah, but this guy goes to uh, Torah, whatever it's called, synagogue. Synagogue. Thank you. Torah is the Bible equivalent. Do you guys feel anything when he said he wasn't for reparations? I thought that was just like weird. Like, why do you mention that? But I think well, no, it's because it's say, in. It's because Tanahasi Coates was in uh, Congress last week, um, talking about reparations. Yeah, I think it, that's why it came up. No, but he expressed. He said, "I don't believe in reparations. My family came here fifty years ago. Who, who are they? they, they his point. Back? I think his point was more just that it's a very slippery slope 
to just across the board say if you're African American, you're going to be given money or that's all. I think that's what I got it. Well, what and he was then saying. he said, like, are you going to start giving everybody? Like, what about the Jews? What about the? Yeah. Well, I mean, know? the Irish yeah. were even treated poorly when they came here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So where does it now? Keep in mind, saying the Irish were treated poorly, no one they weren't enslaved. We're talking about we're talking about much <laughs> different things here. I think that's where he kind of got lost. And he also was like uh, caught up on immigration about he was saying you're getting cheaper guys from other countries coming in. So it, like, you know what I mean? A mix of uh, right and left, even though he is he, for sure, without a doubt, he's a, a liberal. I would say he's slightly left of center. I, I, I mean, he's, I, I wouldn't say he's, I obviously would never call him a Republican, but I don't, you know, you're like, he's a, definite liberal like i would say he's left-leaning for sure yeah, i would but, say he he repre- i would say he thinks he's a liberal but i don't think he's as far left as maybe kamar you know how you say i go i was away because of the ancient aliens yeah, kamar, you felt away you gotta get these fucking no 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 it's better when he makes his own K- kamar is uh he's like that because he said that trump is not rational enough to have the, uh, the nuclear, nuclear codes, codes. And that has um, that. That's where all this is going, man. Oh, you got to agree with that. I, Kamar doesn't. I, the only way I'm wrong is if Trump launches, nu- launches nukes. Well, he believes. I think he, reading between the lines here, he believes that Trump is going to do something. Of that's course. going to start some sort of war, because he made the statement he could be the best and the worst U.S. president. Meaning, you know, he's done these great things. Um, whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever. And then he'll be the guy who um, does something stupid enough to go to war with Iran. or, And I don't know if it was him who was talking about it or if I heard somebody else talking about it saying, you know, uh, 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 the war with Iraq was one thing. That was already a decimated um, army. Iran, Iran, Iran is, is like for real. No, it's, not gonna be, it's not going to be the same thing. Iran has fr- friendships with uh, Russia and China. like yeah. And it seems like Russia is just waiting in the wings. Just like, I don't think they are, though. No. But, I think they just but, want to take over. But if they were Kamar, you know what I mean. Th- I don't th- I this don't th- would be the opportunity. I don't know if they could afford it like other countries can. Russia, they, I think they'd take Alaska pretty quickly. The Russians, they, they, yeah, and the Antarctic. No, but while everyone's fighting Iran, they just sneak in the you don't back take and take the Antarctic. What are, you, what are you talking about? Everybody, you, you know what? The Arctic. We're not going to get into this, Matt, because you're going to. Turn it around on me to make me seem like I'm some sort of crazy conspiracy theorist. But oh, hold on, hold the not, phone, hold not, the phone. We're not doing. You this. are slowly becoming a crazy conspiracy I theorist. I don't think so. No, no. I just because again, I'm not like I'm not sitting at home thinking about any of this. Not I, yet. I hear something and then it Listen, reminds Simon, me of something else. I mention it to you guys. I'm not married to any of these ideas. Kamar, you know what's going to happen? I was about to give you a fun little idea I just thought of off the top of my head, but you don't get it, Matt. <laughs> Kamar, you know what's going to happen? We're going to listen to Eddie Bravo number 13, and he's going to have a fucking rude awakening. He's going to have what alcoholics call a moment of clarity. He's going to realize that this is how it all started. He's going to listen to Eddie Bravo 13. PCP Bigfoot moment. That's it. He's going to go, oh, my (laughs) fucking God. He's going to go, this is how it starts. I'm already on the path. It's tough so. when you think just you're like riding a the bike and you're actually on a tandem and you're you're just you're just along for the ride. It's, it's tough. F- it's tough when you think you're riding the bike and you're actually 
the bike. If, oh, if we wow. could open up his brain and just see that that one point, the first time he ever heard Graham Hancock, it was out of Eddie Bravo's mouth <laughs> on episode 13. He's so stuck on Graham Hancock, man. No, he's the, the best uh, uh, podcast ever. Yeah, agreed. So, Best guest ever. How can you not be stuck on a guy that's a celebrity like that? Anyways, back to what we were talking about. I mean, look, let's say Russia is, you know what? I'm going to give you my little theory because you. You get it now, Matt. You get it. Now. Exactly. Exactly. Just, you get it. No, no, all right. but all, all I, I won't, I won't give you the, the, I was just thinking if they were waiting in the wings. Yeah. And you're right. Like they could just grab Alaska. Mm-hmm. They could, I don't know, maybe grab Hawaii. Arctic. They could definitely grab the Arctic and. Um, I love how you say grab. The and and the um, where, where did I tell you they were grabbing before? You said Alaska, Venezuela. No, not Venezuela. Um, I don't know what you're talking about now. I don't think grabbing Antarctica. is how it yeah, works. Sorry. First thing. Um, Alaska. Why are they taking useless land? Let me ask you that. Not the so minerals, useless. bro. Not oh so useless, God. man. All right, whatever. That's what I'm saying. I think we're gonna find, and I think they know that. Okay, who's they? The Russians. The Russians know. The Russians know that the Arctic and the Antarctic are not. Uh, <laughs> he should go into hiding as in Russia. As they talk about who, if he wants to make this a long con, Eric Weinstein. <laughs> if he shows up in Russia, just a pad, he had to get out of the country because of what we say was so incendiary. I mean, the real mind fuck well, would be if a second Eric Weinstein showed up, like a weathered-looking Eric Weinstein, looking like he just came out of the jungle and was like, "Don't do it, Eric." At least he Something won't like have the same problems as Julian Assange, though, because as soon as he's bored of Russia, he'll just open himself up a portal and uh, metaphysically, that's a it's a frame of a change of mind, uh, a portal into a new way of thinking. Um, but I mean, as a rational person, Kamar just getting off of this portal thing for a second and back onto Trump. As a rational person, if you're a rational person, I mean, you've got to be able to look at the situation and say, this guy probably, I mean, he has zero, um, even if we're assuming that he's sane, he has zero, he's never been in any sort of, political office before nope. he's never had to make any decisions like this <laughs> out of a movie it really is funny like that could be really dangerous you know what i mean he I, could... I think all the other people in it were way more dangerous there's good news simon the good news is i that just don't think he wants to do that donald trump reveres uh army generals like no one before him so you'd hope that one of them most army generals aren't for war because they're sending troops in he pulled out he stopped a war with Iran. You disagree with that? Well, I I really have no idea. I don't know because we hear about this war machine that wants to go to war. Yeah, I don't think that war machine involves high-ranking generals usually. But the war machine needs the people to want to go to war. No one wants to go to war except for the media. Well, they're going to convince the people that they want to go to war. And there lies the real fucking devil. Well, a couple of Canadians talking like we know what the fuck we're talking about. No, we don't know anything about anything, but... That should have been the name of this podcast. That should be <laughs> of our whole podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah. just this No, no, the whole thing. We, we don't know anything Rebrand. about anything. I like that Rebrand. a lot. Yeah. Rebrand. I like that a lot, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting in that, that Joe's now plugging movies in his ads. He's never done that before. 
Money talks. Money he, talks. He's plugging. Oh, that, money definitely um, talks. What movie? And was you it? know what we never talk about? How rich is he off on it? Listen, he's got to be rich just off everything in general. That's why I don't think he gets that much to the UFC. I think he does get that much to do the UFC. You know what the best is? I think we know Hold on, exactly stop. how much Stop. This gets. is the best. I said last night to Kamar, he makes a half million dollars UFC. Kamar goes, no, that's total bullshit. And then at the jump of this episode, Kamar states that fact. Oh, I said ironically. Okay, I fine. <laughs> Whatever. I think, that's, Allegedly, a, I I think that's a fact. I think that's what he makes. A half a million dollars per UFC. Per event. Now he that's does crazy. nine events a year or whatever it is, and that's what he makes off the UFC. 4.5 million. A year. It's crazy. Is it that crazy? I mean... Considering what the fighters are getting, yes. If he's getting a 200,000 thing, I think I'd be yeah. still like, that's... If he gets a million dollars for the whole thing, like plus the VIP, plus the travel, plus the two tickets for your friends, just half a million, that seems like a lot. But. When Dana White asked Joe Rogan to come and, uh, to do commentary for the UFC, Joe was hosting the highest rated show on network television, Fear Factor. Joe accepted Dana's offer and hosted the first 15 UFC events for free. Yeah. Today, Joe Rogan has a net worth of $23 million and makes upward of 500000 per pay-per-view UFC event. He must get some of the pay-per-view then or something. I don't know. It's That's crazy. But if they're paying $500,000, that's fantastic. That's the best job you could have, especially if... This is crazy. <laughs> Joe Rogan is making twenty-five to $50 million a year from his podcast. Wow. Really? That is well. That's really crazy that because on fucked. the on the Forbes list or whatever, you know, he's only listed at like fifty four million dollars or something. What is that only? Well, no, but we're saying that he's making that a year on the podcast now. Well, he's got so. a lot of overhead, so if he makes fifty million a year, he's got to pay for the studio. Again, I'm just saying, I think that's probably like an old stat, you know. That, that Which one? For, the Forbes list. Like, if you pull that up. No, I bet, because net worth is always a weird one. Like, they just take that, you know, I, I don't even know how Forbes figures it out, but I think they just take, like, he's got a house, he owns a studio. He buys $200,000 cars, he's on TRT, he's got a float tank. I mean, he owns a lot of businesses, he's got a lot of equity. Joe's worth a lot of money. Without yeah, a doubt. obviously. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Imagine what Jamie I mean, gets. What do you do with year. all that? I wonder money. what. Well, How much do you think I, Jamie gets a year? A million. Let's let's think about this. I think for there's a. a l- what do you think Jamie makes a year? If the sh- if Joe makes thirty five mil off the podcast for the year, Jamie, you think he only makes a million bucks a year? Thousand bucks. A million dollars. A million dollars a year is a lot of money yeah. for what he's doing. It's a lot. Of Would money. he get a thousand dollars an episode? <laughs> No, I think Joe would pay. No, he'd be salaried, first of all. Yeah. Joe has an LLC for sure, and Jamie is a salaried employee. For sure, Jamie's a salaried employee. Here's the thing. Jamie's not working by the hour. Jamie could have to work like six episodes a week. He obviously has to to keep an open schedule because whatever, Joe. He does all of Joe's uh, promotion. He knows he gets the weekends off because Joe never does weekends, so he can do whatever his side projects are on the weekends. It's an amazing job, man. I mean, I'd I'm be, sure he has to work hard, but it's an amazing job. I'd love to know what he. It's funny paid. that there's a magic number, though. Eh? A million bucks, though. I mean, that's you're right. That probably is a million dollars a year. 
I have who fucking knows. I bet it's more. Hold on, let's. I'm just saying there's 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 a magic number. There's a there's no way he gets paid that much, or there's he gets paid more than that. But I don't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, to me that that million dollars is so beyond. He gets ten million dollars a year. No way. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine. He gets fifty thousand dollars a year. Well, that doesn't seem like enough. No, it doesn't. So (laughs) we start. He gets a hundred thousand a year. Five hundred thousand a year. That seems like a lot. That seems like a lot. Hundred thousand dollars a year. That doesn't seem like enough. Hundred thousand doesn't seem like enough. One fifty. Well, let's put it this way: the president of the United States makes four hundred thousand dollars a year, and he donates it all. No, no, but just yeah, he yeah, makes yeah. four hundred thousand dollars a year. So how much should Jamie Vernon make? A hundred thousand. Hundred fifty thousand dollars. A hundred fifty thousand. That's how much he should make. There we go. Found the magic number. That's now, maybe how much he should make. He should make a third of what the president of the United States makes. So whatever. Or, that is. but if you're using the, um, I think it's in Japan. They have a model where the CEO can only make so much more than the employee or okay, something. Okay. Maybe it is because here's like three hundred percent or something. All ridiculous. Right. Something ridiculous. Yes. So a percentage of what Joe makes, Jamie would make, would be more than that. I think. I mean, who knows how much... We're crunching uh, numbers. We have no sources. I found something here, but we don't know how legit this is. So it said in 2017, his estimated net worth was $300,000. In 2018, his estimated net worth was $1.4 million. They say that his estimated salary and earnings for 2017-18 was $300,000. So as Joe grows, so does Jamie's salary. That only makes sense. We were only off by $150,000. Wow, if he's making a million, 1.4 a year, that's fucking so sweet. Good for Jamie. Good for Jamie. Good for Jamie. Good for you, Jamie. Five you. stars, and Jamie. And good for Joe being so generous, like we know he is. And how much does Red Band make a year? No, his stuff's starting to pop off with um, Kill Tony. Yeah, Red Band's got to be worth a bunch of money, too, now that you mention it. I mean, I think all those guys are doing really well. I'm so happy for them and us. So, yeah, I don't think... Um, why are you happy for us? A fucking podcast about a fucking podcast? Fucking idiots. Garbage. No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that has to be our tagline, though. Like, if for some reason we ever do, like, have, like, an ad for something or something. A podcast about a podcast? Go fuck yourself. The, yeah, go that's fuck a review? Yeah. yeah, that's, like, what somebody says. By dr four four colon. Yeah, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. It's like the forward of the Banksy book is a... A quote from the New York Police Department saying, we absolutely will not give you a quote for your book. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> exactly. He exactly. got what he wanted. That's so good. A podcast about a podcast. Go fuck yourself. Cuts deep. I love it, man. Cuts I deep. I love it. No, out of all of the ones, that one yeah. that one feels the best. Well, the realer they are. I guess that's it, right? We're done. Yeah, I think that. I think that's it. We'll let Kamar go to Blues. It's good to be back. A shitty post, Joe, for a shitty, uh, (laughs) shitty episode. Yeah. I swear to God, it's because it comes in with no music. You feel there feels no ambiance. It just doesn't feel. You're telling me super weird week, man. And I love how you're blaming me somehow. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. I'm just telling you guys. It's because there's no music to go in. Kamar, buy buy that chord. Show up with it next week. This cord works on my phone. It just doesn't work with your extension. No, uh, listen. I'm not going to have this. Now he's blaming you. There we go. <laughs> he got there. <laughs> Didn't take long. No, we got there. Excellent. 
All right. Well, it'll sound it'll sound way better listen, when the tracks hit the buddy. Next week will be better. I'm and your sure. intros. Hopefully, Joe will have some really interesting people on who are willing to tell us exactly what they're talking about. And um, I think we're going to hear about someone and how they had a Fourth of July weekend. Anybody want to make any predictions on who we might see next week? He's going to talk in depth about Ben Askins' knockout at some point. Any guess? Oh my God, he's definitely. But, talk but Bobby about Kelly and the Legion of Skanks, I thought. Well, hopefully, Bobby Kelly. Hey, has Bobby <laughs> Kelly ever been on? No, I don't think so. Bobby Kelly is very funny. Yes, he is. Very funny. Yes, he is. Yeah. Are we going to take guesses or not? You guys yeah, are sucking go. Bobby Kelly's dick. Well, well no, maybe I'm trying Bobby to think. Kelly will be on. I'm pretty sure he'll have someone from the UFC on. I'm going to say Israel Adesanya. Oh, do you see who Israel's fighting? Yeah, Robert Whitaker. Yeah. yeah we knew that was going to happen. Oh, we did. For sure. He's yeah. way bigger than him. Well, it's a multi-belt. Uh, There's a petition right now to get. I can't uh, think anymore. There's a petition right now to get, I think it's Tim McGraw to move his concert from Rod Laver Arena the night of the Israel Adesanya fight so that they, the UFC can move it there. Because Tim McGraw is playing in Australia that night, but they're trying, oh, to, I see. They're so trying to petition Tim McGraw to move gotcha. his show. So it's either going to be there or Vegas? Is that the idea? I don't know. I, no, I think they already have it. It's never, never going to move it. That'll start that to get shit. your head spun, eh? How, how far stuff is booked till? Yeah, super like, far in advance. For they're sure. really relying on stuff working out. <laughs> well, what's really weird to me too is like you'll hear so um, uh, the new the Knicks, let's say, will have a playoff game, but because the thing is booked for um, Taylor Swift, they can't play that night. And you're like, wait a second, that that's their home court, like, but that's exactly it, right? Disney on ice, booked, whatever yeah. it is. It doesn't matter. They that's how they have to make their money in the months where they're or the no. What's really gone. crazy is when they're Playoffs. like, we don't give a fuck. The basketball game is happening during the day, and then we're gonna flip the court, and Taylor Swift's gonna play forty five minutes after the basketball game. That's what fucks me up the most. Have you seen that where they're laying the floor out for uh, Boston Gardens? Yeah. What's crazy is when they remove the ho- dude. They played a hockey playoff game, and then at like two hours after the game, they played a basketball playoff game there. It's insane. That shit's nuts. And they they have to do that. Yeah. Just to keep the the lights on. Yeah. It has to be busy all the time. It's it's part of our fucking defect, man. We gotta chill out, relax sometime. Go Ari Shafir on that ass. Yeah. Watch. I agree. This is where you smash cut to Kamar at fucking Blues Fest tonight, just going whole hog. Like are we human? <laughs> or are we dancers? Fucking guy. All right. Goodbye. I don't have the answers. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Keep your eyes open. Goodbye. Night.